Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous Thursday morning. Trust everybody slept well last night and ready and raring to get the day going. And uh, hope today is a good day for everybody and the uh, Lord blesses you mightily. So may uh, be a wet, nasty day today. I'm going to grab you an umbrella on the way out. Uh, uh, Mark Reynolds says that uh, he's showing uh, on his weather map uh, severe weather up to three inches of rain and flash flooding. But my app does show 80% chance of rain, but it don't show anything until like maybe around two or so. And then, uh, then it'll do nothing again to about nine through about 6 a.m. And it's kind of spotty tomorrow. So I don't know who do you want to believe Mark Reynolds or the app. That's uh, your decision, but uh, either way you might want to go out. Don't be like me, bought a brand new uh, umbrella and was out in the car the other day and uh, dropped my wife and daughter off at the front door of Walmart, went to park and, um, I've got that brand new umbrella, but I left it in my truck and it, I forgot to put it in my car. So it did me absolutely no good. So uh, <laughs> make sure you got your umbrella in your car. So, all right, who all we have here this morning? Let's see, we have Carol Dunn. We have Terry Eric Webb, Christy Layallis. Happy Thursday, Brandy Boyd Young, Darlene Barker, Jennifer Honeycutt. So appreciate all you wonderful people tuning in and joining us for this morning's devotion. All right, friends. Well, let us stand and let us do the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Okay. Well, at least, I don't know about you all, but I like to stand for the flag and kneel for the cross. And uh, unfortunately, we've got a lot of lunatics out there who have no respect for either. So, you know, it is, um, you know, we need to pray for our country, not only for uh, the chaos and evil that is running rampant, but, uh, you know, this border crisis, and it's exactly that, a border crisis. You know, all this slowed down when Trump was in office and uh, he trying to get the wall up. He only liked to... Another month or two having it completed, and uh, these uh, liberals, these Democrats, trying to act like they're super benevolent, and they want to allow so allowing open borders. Well, there's a reason why we have to have closed borders. See, God's word tells us we're no better than an infidel if we don't protect our own home, and so we have to protect our home. We have to protect our country. I have no problem with legal immigration. I have no problem for people coming over through legal channels, but the fact remains, with these open borders as they are. Uh, there's an influx of not only we have to worry about uh, terrorist uh, cell groups, uh, we have to worry about uh, the amount of drugs that are coming over. Uh, fentanyl is uh, absolutely unbelievable. In fact, my own doctor at the VA said uh, when she heard that we were going to be flying down to Florida, she said, uh, wear gloves, be careful what you touch, that, that, that the substance of the fentanyl can stick to surfaces and to be very, very careful. This stuff is lethal. And uh, it is it is in our area. It is in and it's in fact I was reading an article the other day where these kids are dying, where they somehow they're able to obtain uh, oxycodone and some of these other drugs over the internet, and it's laced with fentanyl, and they're dying at an incredible rate. And so uh, you know, there's a reason why we have to keep ourselves protected, and it's just uh, uh, it's just unbelievable how they want to twist and turn and lie th through their teeth. About everything, because why? Why do they do it? They want power. See, again, that's what goes back. They don't care about us. They don't care about you. They want power. 
because if they can grant amnesty to all these illegals, allow them to vote, who are they going to vote for? You know, I mean, so you know, it is uh, that's what they want, and uh, so they can keep in the, keep their power. And sometimes I think they need a uh, stark reminder of uh, that they work for us, we don't work for them. But this, that's what they want. If they get socialism, communism, then we would be subservient to them, and that's exactly what goes right in the hand of what they desire. So. I don't know, guys. We may be looking at uh, people having to actually rise up and say, hey, we ain't taking this no more. But I'm not inciting a riot, okay? I'm not encouraging people to be violent. So make that very clear so that uh, somebody goes out there and does something stupid. They say, try to pin it on me. I didn't say to do anything. All right? <laughs> All right. Let's look at Ephesians 4, 23 through 24. Let the Spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Put on your new nature, created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. All right, what a wonderful and beautiful piece of Scripture we have here this morning. And when we look at this, uh, good morning, Nicole Campbell Barrett, Barnett, I mean. So glad to have you join us, Tracy Little. So appreciate you all tuning in. Uh, you know, it is uh, one thing we need to make sure that we are clear on and understand is that when you come to know Jesus Christ, your first Lord and Savior, you are renewed. You are a new creature of Christ Jesus. You are, uh, 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 how can I put it, um, you're able to understand and see things far better than you did previously uh, when you were blinded by the God of this world. You know, there's an illustration I was reading about a uh, gentleman uh, who was born blind, but he was very successful. It seemed like there was nothing he touched uh, didn't allow him a certain amount of success, but he still had to fight that blindness. And that uh, through stem cell research, he was able to regain his sight and be able to see things more clearly. And I think that's what happens when we have the indwelling Holy Spirit within our lives. It helps us to see things more clearly. You know, of course, the Holy Spirit is the third person of the Trinity, the Paracletos, the Helper, uh, to reveal and help us to understand things uh, in our Christian life and walk. You know, before, we didn't understand. You know, people on the outside uh, who are not Christians, they don't understand us. You know, that's why we can say wholeheartedly that we are aliens all right, in a, in a strange world. We are sojourners. We're passing through uh, this life. So those of us, in the, those of those who are in the world, Look at us like we have two heads, and likewise, those of us who are saved look at those in the world like they're insane, but quite frankly, they are insane. Without God, that is nothing but pure insanity. With God, at least you have uh, a, a basis, uh, a, a, a foundation uh, that understands what is moral, what is right, what is true, and the closer you get to God, the more sane we become. But we have only the Holy Spirit to help us to reveal those things to us. So that's one thing we have to look at, that when we spend that time of prayer, we spend that time in the Word of God, that the Holy Spirit helps reveal things. You know, there may be times when you've read your Bible, like, wow, I've never noticed that before, I've never seen that before. Uh, and you may have read it several times. You know, you may be praying about something, a situation, and also the Lord will lay something on your heart, and you're, open, you're able to see those things uh, more clearly than you did before. Don't forget that we are a new creature in Christ Jesus. All right? Don't forget that. You are a new creation, a new person, a new being. You know, I've talked to people in the past that said they wish they could start over, wish they could have a new beginning. And when I tell them, you, when you come to know Jesus Christ, your personal Savior, you're getting a new start. You're getting a new beginning because things are going to be revealed to you. You have an understanding uh, that you never realized before. And yet the old you, you know, that still want, the devil wants to use that to haunt you. The devil still wants to use that to, uh, to hound you of your past and what you've said and what you thought and how you acted. And, you know, and 
it may, you know, it may be things from 20 years ago and it may be things you've done two days ago, you know, but it doesn't matter. The devil still wants to use those things to hold over your head to try to oppress you and keep you down. But that's why we have to understand that we are forgiven. We are loved. We are a new creature in Christ Jesus. And so that gives us the ability, the strength to rise up and say, hey, no more. I ain't, I'm not listening to this, uh, this pseudo guilt anymore. There's a lot of Christians walk around with pseudo guilt. They understand that they're where the power is at. They have been forgiven. They are that new creature in Christ Jesus and so you know we're talking about things being revealed is you know once you're renewed in the spirit I mean you know you look at uh, you can look at the disciples you know they didn't understand what was going on with Jesus that he was about to give his life and what he had to do it is atoning work on the cross they didn't understand it but Jesus kept telling them, these things will be revealed to you you know we can look at it and read God's word and we can see it and we can understand it and uh, clearly what's going on but see they they didn't have a you know they didn't have a clear understanding till afterwards then those things were revealed and like oh okay you know and they you know went out and and uh, preached in, in mighty ways to lead souls to to Jesus Christ but why does why does Paul refer to the spirit of your mind why not just be renewed in your mind well uh you know if you look at uh, where she where I'm getting at from Romans 12:2 but uh, we're going to read this here. It says, Some interpret spirit as the Holy Spirit, but the phrase of your mind doesn't fit with this. The spirit isn't a part of our minds. Others take it as the human spirit, but Paul does not use spirit in that way anywhere else in Ephesians. Some think that spirit is an uh, apposition to mind, so that it means the spirit which is your mind. But why would he say it that way? Others take it to mean the attitude or disposition of your mind. Some say that it simply refers to your inner being. Perhaps the best view is that it refers to the principle that regulates or, or controls the mind in the sense the spirit world is the principle that controls the world or makes what it is. And this is from uh, commentary on uh, Ephesians. But um, so, the, you know, it's not it's more than just a, a mental capability. It is a renewing of the spirit. It's a, it, you were dead in your sins of trespasses. You become that new person. And so it, 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 you become a changed individual. You have uh, that new life, a change of life. And, uh, you know, before when you were in the world, things that you thought were funny or, or great, then once you become saved, become a Christian, you realize, you know, why did I find that so funny? You know, I, I'll go back and watch a, a movie or TV show or something that I thought was just so great or wonderful at the time, and I go back and watch it now, and I'm like, "Golly, man, this is stupid." <laughs> you know, I'm like, what? What did I think this was so great? This is about just the stupidest thing I ever seen. And unfortunately, television is only getting dumber as we go on. I mean, everybody's got to have their token uh, homosexual in every single flipping show and commercial anymore and it's getting old and you know the point anymore i just about turn the tv just want to turn the tv off i mean just nothing on worth watching anymore where the world has uh, destroyed anything in regards to the nuclear family and uh, uh and what uh, how god has uh, purposed love and how they've distorted it and perverted it it's, just, it's nauseating it really is and, and our children are getting a healthy dose of this stuff and, uh, you know, when I was doing substitute teaching, it amazed me, uh, the mindset of all these younger people. And I think that's one reason why it's so hard to minister, witness to them, and get through to them about the things of Jesus Christ. And a lot of them have questions that sometimes you just can't frankly answer. But, you know, I blame a lot of parents for not having their children in church uh, demonstrating Christ in the home. And uh, they wonder why they're turning out so hedonistic. You know, it's, it's a little wonder as to why. Uh, as Dr. Phil says, I don't ask why, I ask why not. <laughs> so. 
<laughs> Brandy loves that uh, when he says that. Uh, but anyway, uh, so we need you know, when you understand you're a new creature, when those old things start to creep back up in your mind or in your heart, that's when you got to start fighting. You know, that's why we're in a battle. We have to fight back against those old thoughts and old feelings and be like, nope, not going there today. I'm not thinking like that today. I'm not reacting that way today. That's the way I used to react. That's the way I used to do things. And that's why I said, you know, a lot of people, you know, I'm not putting um, down uh, those who are on antidepressants. You know, like I said, if that's something you feel like you need, that's fine. You know, I'm not putting you down. But I think there's, you know, again, going back to what I've said previously, there's a lot of issues that I think we can handle biblically uh, that if we just get into the fight, the Lord will help us to overcome. But with that said, now you pray, if you're on antidepressants, you pray about it. If the Lord has led you to continue to stay on those, then that's what you need to do. So I'm not putting anybody down uh, that or link less of you. Uh, you've got to do uh, what's right for you and, and to help you handle things. A lot of see people don't realize, you know, they're, they're, through the counseling I have done, you wouldn't believe some of the horrific things individuals have been through. And I've told you this before. I'd say 90% of the women I've canceled have been molested, you know, or, or sexually assaulted in some way. And so, you know, so sometimes, you know, uh, yes, we can give it all over to God. As I say, that God cannot overcome these things, but God gives us tools to help us to deal with things. Just like, you know, there's nothing wrong with using medication when you're sick. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, you know, God gives us that for a reason. But we need to make sure we're showing more dependence on him and not on medication to help us deal with these things mentally, spiritually, emotionally. And we are, because we have to remind ourselves, hey, I'm not that person anymore. I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus, and I'm going to do better. And so don't worry about you know how you're going to react tomorrow, next week, next month, next year. You take today. Live today for Jesus Christ. Live today to the best of your ability. And, uh, and, and when you mess up, just know that you're forgiven. And look up and just reach out for that nail scarred hand and know that he's there for you. He's not going to leave you. You know, I think, you know, we're so used to growing up with the um, idea of cause and effect. You know, if I do this, if I, if, if I break this uh, figurine that is my parents' favorite figurine, then I'm going to get my butt busted. You know, and so therefore we have this idea that that's how God works. If we do something sinful, God's going to give up on us. God's going to come down with wrath and punish us. And nothing will be further from the truth. There may be consequences to our actions, and, may, and God may find ways to discipline us in a certain aspect, but God is there as, as a loving God. He's not out to get you. He's not out to, to tear you down. He wants the best for you, just as we want the best for our children. You know, that's what, you know I want the best for my kids. And uh, and so, you know, I may have to discipline them. I may have to get on them a little bit every now and then, but it's only because I love them. And that's what an all-loving, powerful God is. So even though we are a new creature, we still live in a fallen world, and we're going to make our mistakes. But praise God for his grace, his mercy that allows us to better ourselves, to pick ourselves up out of that mud. Now, there's some people, once they're forgiven, they go back and want to wallow in that mud some more. They want to go back into the jail cell and close the door. But we are free individuals. God has freed us as men and women, children of God. He has freed us from the bondages of sin. And so we need to live like free people in the victory that God has given us, the, the power that God has given us. And so don't succumb to every whim. Don't succumb to every temptation. We have to fight against that. And I know it's hard. Trust me. Like I said, I know it's hard. I will never in my life ever understand, you know, I, one thing about driving down this road and which I'm getting to where I despise because they're building all these stupid subdivisions. And uh, they said uh, about 40% of the home sales are going to people from California or from up north. You know, 
that's you know people got to live places that's fine but i understand the rudeness you know I, I i will never understand how there will be nobody behind me i see no cars behind me for miles i'm this close all right <laughs> that close to a car that's going to pull out and they pull right out in front of me and decide they want to do 20 miles an hour i don't get it i just i it is i just will never understand it you know if you want to poke along wait till i get past then you can just drive slow as you want, you know. But, you know, I can understand there's a line of cars behind me. I don't get it. So I lose my temper. And sometimes I may holler. Sometimes I may say things I shouldn't. Sometimes I may go flying around that car. So and that may make somebody mad. But uh, it, just, it, it just, I told my wife, I said, Brady said, man, Lord's trying to teach you to slow down. Because here lately, it is, I don't care. It is weird. I mean, it's just weird. Uh, it is, I will get behind, Brandon can tell you, I get behind somebody driving a tractor, which I'll be honest with you, I think it's just illegal. I mean, unless you're just going right across the road or just a few yards down the road, uh, I don't have a yard problem with that. But if you're going mile after mile after mile, mile on a tractor, you should be pulled on a trailer. I'm sorry, that's just the way I feel. Anyway, I can be behind somebody in a the tractor. They'll finally pull off. I'm like, all right. And I'll tell you, I can know, so I can't even get someone to get past them, and I'm behind a garbage truck. Or I get past the garbage truck. I mean, it's just it's just weird. And heaven forbid you get behind somebody with the ETSU sticker. I would love to know the uh, the story on that. And it's not just one or two. It's every single either student or staff. They drive like they're hauling eggs. I don't. It's weird. I mean, it is weird. Anyway, I'm sorry. Then to me, get off on that. But the fact is, it's easy to lose your temper that quick. It's easy to say something that quick. It's easy to do something that quick, and 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 not showing a a spirit uh, that is pleasing unto God. And if you're like me, you're like, oh, Lord, forgive me. I shouldn't have thought that. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't react that way but we not god knows that we are imperfect beings and we can say god forgive me and guess what he's faithful and just forgives our sins to continue to love us so the next time when they get behind the uh individual who wants to show nastiness we can instead of reacting we can say all right lord just help me to cool it help me to do things better and that's really what we're going to have to do in this in this Christian life, is try to do things a little better than we used to, learn from our mistakes, because why? We are a new creation. So, But I need to say good morning to Timmy Peterson, Amy Harden, and uh, Terry Eric Webb, Karen Smith. So if I missed anybody else, I'm sorry. Let's go ahead and go for the Lord in prayer. Dear Father, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful day, your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us to never forget that we are a new creation in Christ Jesus. You have renewed our spirit. And Lord Jesus, help us every day to demonstrate that changed heart in the way we think and the way we talk and how we react. Lord, let us be a beacon, a shining light in this world of darkness. Lord, if there's anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God. Forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, I just pray again as I pray every morning for our president, vice president, nation's leaders. They'll come to know you before it's too late. Lord, I do want to lift up uh, uh, Ginger Hood. Uh, she'll get a good test result back on her PET scan. I pray for Wendy Lee and Kim Penix. Lord, I pray that you'll be with Ron Thompson and Roger Winters. I pray that you'll be laying down tonight. I pray, Lord Jesus, that uh, you'll be with all the requests and concerns. Lord, I want to lift up a special prayer uh, for little Daisy Side. And Lord, uh, pray that the procedure that's going to happen today will go well without problems or complications. The swelling on her brain will go down, that you'll bring her to full and complete health. Lord, be with us today. Let us serve you well in thought, mind, and deed. In Jesus' name I pray. 
Amen. Appreciate all you wonderful people for watching this morning. Uh, don't forget, uh, we'll have church at 118 Julie Lane at 11 a.m. Uh, be sure and tune in, uh, come on out and join us. And then we're having a our uh, cookout, our 4th of July cookout at 6 o'clock. So be sure to come on out. And we'll put something on Facebook here after a while. And you can let us know if you're going to be able to attend. And if you can bring a side dish, that would be great as well. All right, my friends. Hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless.